What's good, y'all? What's poppin'? Welcome back to another episode of 3 Hit Sports Podcast, episode 106. I'm the moderator, Desi. After a crazy week for my bills, worrying about the well-being of our safety, DeMar Hamlin, and thank God he is okay, and hopefully he can make it soon. We came out with the win against New England yesterday, even though we tried to shoot ourselves in the foot. Naheem had two kick returns to the house, one for 101 yards, and the other for 96. We locked in the two seed and host my aunt on Sunday at 12.05. And due to Tua being out and even quite possibly Hill and or Waddle as well, I believe we get the win. Uh, but we'll talk about that more later. As far as my Lakers, we are currently undefeated in the new year. Thomas Bryant has looked so good and Russ is finally showing up consistently. And it's not a situation where LeBron has to be on every night for us to secure a win. And I love it. Um, at the time of this recording, which is Monday, we play the Nuggets tonight, and I know people think we lose, but I wouldn't be shocked if we got the win tonight. Um, also, LeBron is not playing, but we know what happened the last time LeBron didn't play. Why interrupting the opening monologue? Who's that? Is that is that your dad? Is that your brother? I wish all your listeners could see right now. I don't know who that is. Desi is 35 years old, still living with her parents. Crazy. You just described Holy, yourself. You did literally, right? Like you just described you know, yourself. My, this is my own place, kids. I don't rely on mommy and daddy. Sorry, guys. That was my loud ass grandfather and uncle. Anyways, bro. <laughs> Anyways, let's just go ahead and introduce the rest of the crew. Starting with our two hosts, PC. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the MC runs through the city of Philadelphia because my Philadelphia Eagles are the one seed and the new FC East champions. Um, obviously, our thoughts and prayers are still with Damar Hamlin, who uh, I hear was live tweeting during the game yesterday, which is uh, pretty awesome to hear. Um, you know, as for me, uh, like I said, my Eagles won uh, over the weekend. Went out with my, uh, with my brother. He went to the 50s, got myself a nice good old Simon bun milkshake. It's actually pretty good. All right, next TK. You know, PC. It's 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 happy. First of all, I just want to say uh for the winners for all you guys' football teams, victory Monday to everybody on here. How you guys doing? Sean and uh you know, totally can't relate. But um I'm just going to not really say much besides Russell Wilson has finally showed me something in the last two games. And it's it's just really amazing what happens when you get an, a competent head coach on the staff, how much your team can really change. And I'm just going to show you guys a picture here that, that, that I have saved here. All right. You got you guys see that? You guys see it? You guys see it clear, right? I just want you guys to put that picture in your head because this is happening this offseason. Ladies and gentlemen, the pairing of Russell Wilson and Sean Payton is going to be the greatest thing in the NFL next season. And I just can't wait. I just can't wait. I just can't wait. CK, your delusions, man. Every bro, every week is something different. It's like it's I can't fun. say nothing. I can't say nothing about my broadcast. Russell Wilson does I mean, has Russell Wilson not looked good in the past two games? Did I say something wrong? Two three games, rushing, the three past rushing two three games. rushing touchdowns against the Kansas City Chiefs in a touchdown pass. Three passing touchdowns against uh the San Diego Chargers in a win. Like or sorry, not the San That's Diego Chargers. Fine. 
Los Angeles. Like, why can't I be not just the games. Why can't I be happy? No, it was the system. It was 100% the system. Hackett was 100% the problem, but I'm going to get a little bit into that when we get into the questions. Shh. All right. All right. Next, um, for the others, we have Sean. Hope everyone's doing good today. As TK mentioned, I am not celebrating Victory Monday, but I got as close as you possibly could. It is a moral Victory Monday, the fully healthy Eagles who needed this win 100% to secure the one seed, to secure the division against our third stringers. Now, our backups, our third stringers, were able to win by a whopping six points. So congratulations to the Eagles on having a Victory Monday against third stringers. I'm so proud of you for beating a bunch of bums and third stringers by six points. Happy for you. It's playoff week. Here comes the Vikings. We're going to upset them. They're frauds. And I'm just very excited for this weekend. I can't wait for it. I realize, like, we had the lead the entire time, right? Like, and nearly choked it not, to a bunch of third got, stringers. You did, we didn't choke it. You had nearly to choke it that to you a bunch of third stringers. Kick. Let's, let's to be, a let's bunch of third stringers. We weren't even playing aggressive that entire game either because we didn't need to. So I, I Because you were playing third stringers. Exactly. Exactly. Why would we go all out in that game? It, that doesn't make any sense. You got to love that. Even when you don't get the full Giants beef, ladies and gentlemen, you just get just a little sprinkle of it. And you got to love it. You got to love Sean versus PC every single week because the shots that they continue to throw at each other, it's just so great. I just love it. But go ahead. Go ahead. Nobody, don't do that. It's interruptions. Anyways, all right, next, uh, Gianni. Uh, it's playoff time. Jalen Hurts looked pretty good yesterday, a little rusty at times. But I think playoff time in two weeks, we're going to be ready. All right, last but not least, Togo. The Cincinnati Bengals. It's just, you guys are just, you guys call yourself rule the jungle. Y'all call yourselves who day, but y'all, all y'all do is complain about everything. Everything. So let's just, let me get this straight. Roquan Smith runs into Jamar Chase. You Cincinnati Bengals are a bunch of montón de bene suaves. That means in English, they're a bunch of soft, well, you know what? That's what they are. You guys are not ready for AFC North football if you're complaining about somebody running into somebody. You guys are so soft. Go play tennis or something. This is football, baby. This is how the Ravens play. We play physical, we play aggressive, and we play hard. And if you don't like that, get the hell out of here. I cannot wait till next Sunday because there's going to be so much bad blood. Everybody out better turn their TVs on to the Ravens and Bengals. I'm on my knees. I had need Lamar Jackson to play that game because the last time Lamar Jackson played the game against the Bengals, we won that game. We won. I can't wait to humble the Cincinnati. 
Cincinnati Bengals. Can't wait. They need to humble them. I can't stand these soft mofos. Can't stand them. I hate Houday Nation. I hate Cincinnati. I hate Joe Burrow. I hate Jamar Chase. I hate T. Higgins. I hate everybody on the Cincinnati Bengals. And don't even get me started with Eli Apple's bum self. He stinks too. They tried to rest their starters on Sunday, and they couldn't even rest our starters because our defense was physical with them. All you need to do is beat the Bengals is get physical with them because they're soft. Soft as Tarch Harmon. Soft. Soft. Enzo Amare. S-A-W-F-T. Soft. Ladies and gentlemen, for, for all the listeners, and I just want you to know the, the, the Bengals did beat the Ravens yesterday. You guys did see that. I mean, everybody does realize it, right? Second of all, second of all. Anthony Brown did beat us by a touchdown. Stop. Tolu, that's a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your quarterbacks were injured and that this happened. This happens. In, welcome to the NFL, Tolu. But here's my, here's my issue. Here, here's, here, here's my issue, you're supposed to hate the Bengals this much. PC and Gianni hate the Cowboys and the Giants. I hate Patrick Mahomes because he whoops our ass every single season, all right? I hate it. You're supposed to hate the Bengals. But when there's a game where your third-string quarterback is starting and you have absolutely no chance, there's no reason, there's no reason to rant in the intro, bro. Bro, they're soft. Soft. All right, they're, they're soft. They're soft. So let's continue. Anyways, all right. Um, let's go ahead and get a preview until we'll be getting into this week for our first segment. It will be our final results for our WHS Pick'em Season 1. Segment 2 will be our weekly questions with PC, TK, and Tolu. Segment 3 will be um, Super Wildcard Week predictions featuring the entire crew. TK's tier list will be Segment 4, which is where he does his 3-dubs and 3-ls from this past week. Segment five is my personal favorite segment, which is hot takes. And lastly, one final word from my main co-host, which is PC, um, for Cam's monologue. We have a quite a few things to get into this week. Um, but before we do that, if you're not already, please follow us on our socials at WHS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And we hate sports all jammed together on TikTok and YouTube. All right, let's jump into our first segment, which is our final results for the WHS Pick'em Season 1. All right, coming in in last place, Tolu, with a record of 23-27-1. No surprise there. <laughs> no surprise there. Call you. Not what a fraud. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Oh, I'm sure. I'll tell you one thing. You couldn't cheat in this like you cheat in the week. Never mind. I'm I like, you guys know what I'm <laughs> All right. Next, coming in fourth place is TK hey. with a record of you know what? 27. Four, four is not bad. All right. LeBron James has four NBA championship rings, and I'm okay with that. That's At okay. least you're above 500. So. Absolutely. Uh, number three is Sean with a record of 28. 21 and 1. Sean, you have any words? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm not upset with third. I had a pretty solid record. And I would have been even higher if last week I didn't have to, you know, make some strategic decisions last week to try to catch up to PC. All right. Coming in second place, we have Gianni with the record of 30 and 20. Yeah, that's pretty good. I accept second place. All right, and we all know that means that PC 
is the winner with a record of 32 and 19. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can't even feel like I, I have to feel like 90% good because Gianni is like, you know how you win in like a video game and around like Valorant or whatever, and, and you're waiting for the other person to be toxic. And Gianni's not that guy. He's, he's the guy that says GG's afterwards. Okay, so now, now I have to feel like an asshole for, for feeling good about winning season one, Gianni. So thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. But you know what? For the rest of you, ha 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 ha. Check me out. Season one winner of WHS FL Pick'em hey, season man. one. And retaking my title for season two. It's going to be bigger and better than what it was in season one. I guarantee that. Yeah, I got hey, I got over hey, I got over 500. I'm good. I'm satisfied with that, bro. Yeah, look on the bright side. At least none of us were totally okay. I mean, exactly. Yeah, totally. Your record is bad, bro. You guys it's, cheated. It's bad. I would have made, made the playoffs with my record. You so guys cheated. It was Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Tolu, there was no cheating going on. You just, you just suck. You just suck. True. Mickey Mouse. Okay, guys. Time to move on to our next segment, which is our weekly questions. Um. Of course, this is for Tolu, PC, and TK. Uh, the first question is, with an NFL record of five coaches fired, including the Carolina Panthers, Arizona Cardinals, Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, and different Broncos, which opening seems the most enticing? TC, your, I mean, TK, your thoughts first. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think you guys already know the answer that I'm going with. I mean, it's obviously the Broncos. The Carolina Panthers job does not excite me at all. I mean, there's a chance that they could draft a quarterback. I think they're sitting at, what, the seventh or sixth or seventh pick right now. It's not going to be Bryce. Maybe it'll be CJ, depending on what some of these other teams do. Um, Kyler Murray, I think he's an overpaid quarterback. That's a situation that you'll have to deal with as far as the cap. Um, and these other teams, they just don't excite me as much as the Broncos. Look. I understand Russ had a bad year, all right? I understand. This is the worst year of his entire career. But you got to understand that Russ is still a nine-time pro bowler, a guy that's been to two Super Bowls, has thrown for over 4,000 yards numerous times. And honestly, after the Legion of Boom completely just dispersed, he was the only re- he was the literally the only reason why the Seahawks continued to compete for the playoffs <clears throat> and have chances at going back to the Super Bowl. Um, and like I said, I understand Russ had a bad year this year because of Hackett. I'm going to continue to stand by that because I have 100 percent proof of it. So I'm going to continue to stand by that. He just had a bad coach and a system that just that just did not fit him. And the minute that he got a coach or a uh, offensive coordinator and a head coach that Built the lad, built the that went that, that went through the throughout these last two weeks to build a system that felt that Russ felt comfortable in. Russ exa- absolutely succeeded. Three rushing touchdowns against three pa- three rushing touchdowns against the Chief with a passing touchdown, and then he had three three passing touchdowns in a win yesterday against the Chargers. <clears throat> Sean Payton, this is a pitch to you. All right, we saw what you looked like with Russ in the Pro Bowl. It looked absolutely amazing. All right, you're a quarterback guru who basically saved Drew B's career because Drew B's was going nowhere until he got with Sean Payton in New Orleans. And then you won the whole Super Bowl thing. And then we all know what your record is. Your record speaks for itself. I think it's like 140 something wins and like 80 something losses. He's over 60%. He's a quarterback guru and an offensive genius. You put Sean Payton with with Russell Wilson. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, because this year, if we would have scored 18 points a game, just, just 18 points a game, we scored 31 yesterday. 
if we would have scored 18 points a game, we'd be sitting at 12 and 4. I just read this stat yesterday. Sean Payton is not a guy that's going to do anything that Nathaniel Hackett does. He builds his his systems around his quarterback strength. And like I said, honestly, out of all the jobs left there, you you know what you get with Russell Wilson when you when you can build a system around him. It's success. That's what you're going to get with Russell Wilson. You're going to have a chance at getting. You're going to have a ch- most likely get into the playoffs and have a chance at getting to the Super Bowl. He's a veteran quarterback. He's already been into. Like I said, I've already stated the stats. The best job for a head coach to take in the NFL this season is the Denver Broncos. Well, in all fairness to TK, I would say Denver would probably be the most enticing spot because Denver. If 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 the football gods are nice to you and you actually know your team better than any of us know your team, you really are one head coach away, one good head coach away from being Super Bowl contenders. With that being said, um, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna pick a different answer just to you know be on the topic. I mean, I think we aren't talking about how much Cliff Kingsbury stunted Kyler Murray's growth as a quarterback. Um, Let me just say, first of all, the first like good thing I've seen the Arizona Cardinals do all season long is fire Cliff Kingsbury. Um, He was not a good head coach. I consider him a bottom tier head coach um, when he was still the official head coach for the Cardinals. And they did the right thing. Like, you know, this is a guy that, you know, if Patrick Mahomes was not his quarterback at Texas Tech, he would not be in the NFL. So uh, Arizona did the right thing right here. With that being said, this is a team that has good weapons on offense and defense. Okay, Tyler Murray, give him the right head coach. Give him a QB guru. Give him a guy like Frank Reich who can come in and help Kyler progress as a quarterback. Um, you know, once he gets back from his ACL injury, then you have weapons around him already. DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise Brown, Zach Ertz, you know, um, um, there's there's James Conner as well. So, like, there are there are weapons in Arizona. All right. That defense needs a bit of work. It's not the same as it has been in the last few years. And you're losing J.J. Watt, um, you know, by the way, congrats on retirement, J.J. Watt. But uh, Arizona, we've seen what this team is capable of when they were at full strength and when they have competent head coaching, you get that in Arizona. Like I said, a guy like Frank Wright, you know, or, uh, um, you know, Sean Payton, or even, even a defensive guru, like, uh, D'Amico Ryans or whatever. Like I think Arizona can be a uh, top threat in the NFC come next year, you know, but it all depends on the growth of Kyler Murray. It all depends on the health of this team. Can they say, uh, of trouble, and when I say trouble, I mean suspensions because he did miss Hopkins for first six games of this uh, this past season. So, um, yeah, I, w- I would say Arizona. Well, it's definitely not the Houston Texans. Like, if I was if I if I'm a head coach or I want to coach in the NFL, if all 31 teams call me and if the Houston Texans call me, I'm hanging up the phone. I'm not. I'm, I'm leaving them on voicemail because it's just it's just a mess in Houston. And how can you fire a coach for for winning a game, for winning a game? How can you fire a coach like that? A good like because you guys didn't get the first pick. What team? What players is gonna say, "Hey guys, let's lose so we can get a top five, top two pick"? No one's ever gonna say that in the in the locker room. Like if anyone said that in the locker room, I'm punching them in the face. Like what? Are you nuts? I'm not losing on purpose. So Texans is off. This Texans is automatically off. The Panthers, I don't know what the the quarterback situation is. 
uh, in in uh, Carolina. So I, I, I definitely not the Panthers. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna be different too. So I'm gonna say the Indianapolis Colts because Jeff Saturday, you were a bum. You were a straight up bum. I don't even know how you even got hired. I don't know how you got hired. But that I believe the Colts will fix their quarterback situation when they trade for Derek Carr. Derek Carr, you are an Indianapolis Colt because no one, because no one, no one else is going to, he's either a Colt or a Jet. I think that the Colts are a quarterback away from not, not, not contending, but not being the poverty franchise ever since Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck retired. They can finally have a quarterback to build on when they trade for Derek Carr. And if they get the right coach like Sean Payton, I think he will elevate Derek Carr. And I can't wait because I just want to say Sean Payton because I want, I don't like it when TK is happy. I don't want that. I want TK to continue to suffer. So... Not only I'm trolling a little bit, but I'm also actually being serious because I want Derek Carr. I want the Indianapolis Toast to finally make noise in the AFC because they haven't made noise ever since Andrew Luck retired. They've been going from quarterback to quarterback. If they trade for Derek Carr, they could probably, probably, maybe once actually make the playoffs. Not win the Super Bowl, but make the playoffs. So they have to hire Sean, Sean Payton. And they have to trade for Derek Carr, and they can actually make the playoffs for once in their life. Uh, I didn't even me. i I didn't think there could possibly be a bad answer to this to this like question, bro. But to, Tolu, you I, continue I to, to find no, go ahead, go ahead, PC, go ahead, actually, go ahead. Well, no, I, I was going. I don't think this is a bad answer. You totally. You just you lost me when you said that Derek Carr is going to fix the Colts' problems. Okay, like, Derek Carr is not I fixing the problems. All right, Bill Rivers did not fix their problems. Jacoby Brissett didn't. Carson Wentz didn't. Sam Ellinger didn't. All right, you. They, this Colts team needs a culture reset. All right, and they need a new franchise quarterback, and they're not going to get that this year in the draft. So this is going to be like and a multi. And it's like the fact that you sit here and admit that I basically made a bad pick just to troll TK. Like, bro, let's it's PC. You spoke on defenses. That's bad pick. Wait, wait, wait. shut up. Totally shut up. We just listened to you for five minutes. I don't care. You are you are congratulations. You are Will Kane. Back to PC though. You mentioned defense when you made when you made your choice. Sean Payton. He said because I said Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Cool. Great. Sean Payton going to the Denver Broncos. PC, you don't have to worry about a couple of defensive pieces there in Arizona. You have a per, you have a top 10 defense right there in, in, in the Broncos. Sean Payton going to, to Denver, his only thing, the only thing he literally have to focus on is the offense and Russell Wilson. That makes his job so much easier. It's not like he's going into a situation where he's have to, he has to focus on the offense and the defense. You're going into a situation where the defense has been elite for the past six years. Since Peyton Manning's left, it's been a top 10 defense. You're just going into a situation where Russell Wilson looked bad with the, with the head coach. That was a first-timer. You saw some flashes those last two games. You just go into that situation and you just focus on Russell Wilson. And if anybody can fix Russell Wilson, I really don't like that word fix at all, bro. I think that's a terrible word. I don't know what word I would use, but fix isn't the word. But when you're talking about somebody, a quarterback that can fix or or talking about a coach that can fix a quarterback, just think about those years with Sean Payton with Drew Brees, bro. 
just think about how special those years were. Every time this man had the number, the top, he had a top five offense every single year with Drew Brees. If you think that he can't do the same thing with Russell Wilson, totally, because you're the troll here. You're absolutely insane, bro. But I'll I'll say this. I'll say this, TK, for the case for Sean Payton, because I think you really have to be a Jaguars fan this upcoming weekend, because if the Jags beat the Chargers um, this wild card weekend, I think that the Chargers are really going to fire Brandon Staley and Sean Payton, who's already been linked to the Chargers, you know, like that's his preferred destination is why so then I said you're for the so then I said you're for the Chargers this weekend, you mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You should you should cheer for the Chargers to win then, because um, that that's like the one thing that's keeping Brandon Staley the head coach of that team right now, um, and we all know Brandon Staley is not a good head coach. But Sean, I, I know you wanted to you you raised your hand in the in the Skype uh, modification, so um, I know what you wanted to say, or if you lost it or not. Well, yeah, I was gonna say something pretty much what you said about the Colts. Um, the, what's the difference? You can't, for the Indianapolis Colts, going from Phillip Rivers to Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan, Derek Carr is just another in name in that exact list. It's nothing different than what they've already been doing. I don't even hate picking the Colts for this answer because they have a top four pick, because they have a chance of Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. That's why it could be an appealing option for head coach, but not because of Derek Carr. If they trade for Derek Carr, nobody should want to go there. They will be stuck in the exact same situation they have been for the last few years. I don't care who the Chargers get. Staley just, he got to go, man. He got to go. All right, question number two. Which NFL team is this season's um, biggest shocker and biggest disappointment? Um, Telu, your thoughts first. People think that I'm going to say the Raiders or the Broncos, but... I'm going to say the New York Jets. The New York Jets are the biggest disappointment. Weren't they 7-4 and four like a couple of weeks ago? Or am I tripping? Weren't they 7-4? and four? They, they were 7-4, and four, right? They were, they were in contention. In fact, I think a couple of weeks ago, didn't they say, didn't people say they could win the division against the Bills? I could remember people saying that. They, they said that they, were, they could win the division in, against the Bills. People said that. And then you go out and lose the whole, like, and you still don't make the playoffs? You go into Miami without Tua and you lose? Like, you were 7-4 and a couple weeks ago. You had the chance to make the wild card at least. At least the wild card. And, and you folded to the, to the Dolphins without Tua. Without Tua, with a first-year head coach, it's it's the Jets, man. The Jets, the Jets will Jets. I don't know what's more poverty in that franchise. It's it's it, maybe Zach Wilson could have helped. Maybe you guys could have used Zach Wilson last night. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe y'all could have used Zach Wilson yesterday. I'm just saying. That's the most disappointing team, the Jets. Well, um, I, I I can I just. I just be a bit biased with my answer for a sec here um because i'm I, like I, i'm gonna keep it real like i let's be honest everybody here raise their hands if you really thought 
that before this season, the Philadelphia Eagles would start off a no, win the one seed, win the division, and be one of the top Super Bowl favorites. TK and Sean, well, you are I'm lying to yourself. Sure you are lying to yourself. I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure to, we did say when I'm, I'm pretty sure when we did nobody see predicted under no, okay. Well, it's first of all, PC, it's not fair how you answer the how you ask the question. You can't say undefeated when yeah. you're not undefeated. Me and Sean did undefeated. Say I said undefeated. Undefeated through eight games. Okay, but so we're talking about through seventeen games, not through eight games. It's still the point. The point still stands. Okay, we knew. Listen, listen. We knew that the Eagles were gonna be good this year. I expected us to be good this year. Okay, I I just did not expect an a no start. All right, all the losses that we had this year were because we beat ourselves. Okay, AJ Brown in his first full season with us has set the uh, receiving yards record for most in a season in franchise history. Devontae Smith has set the Eagles record for most catches in franchise history in this first poll season. Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate, something that I knew nobody saw coming out of left field. All right. We all expected this team to do their jobs, you know, be, it, you know, maybe even exceed expectations. All right. I did not expect this wonderful regular season from the Eagles. All right. And I'm, I'm a diehard Eagle fan. Y'all know. Y'all know I'm a diehard Eagles fan, man, but I did not expect this season. All right. And that's why I think they're the biggest shocker of this year. Um, the dominance that we have shown this season um, has been nothing short of amazing. And like I said, the only losses that we had this year was because we have been ourselves. Um, so if we just get out of our own way, we have a chance to beat anybody in the entire league and i truly believe that um that's why i say that they're the biggest shocker the biggest disappointment for me however um i think i'm going to i think i'm going to have to go with the raiders um i mean you can really pick out any team not named the chiefs in the afc west because that was like that was the almost the number one storyline going into a season like this. This is going to be the division that's going to be like a bloodbath. Like it's going to be a torture to try and win this division. Patrick Holmes is going to take a step back because he doesn't have Tyreek Hill anymore. And yet Holmes would scorch earth. The Broncos, you know, they, they had so many injuries and Nathaniel Hackett thing, the Raiders, you know, Devontae Smith or Devontae Adams and, and Derek Carr, that that combo just didn't work. They kept finding ways to choke the game. The Chargers, yeah, they made the playoffs, but they didn't win the division. And it was just the same thing that we've been seeing, um, you know, from from Patrick Holmes and the Kansas City Chiefs, just dominance. I, I mean, you know, there's not much more else to say. So, uh, I, honestly, I would just pick that entire AFC West division uh, for biggest disappointment because we all expected every single one of those teams to have a winning record. And two of them are in the playoffs, but two aren't. So... TK, not even to do it, but I really didn't have faith in y'all because I didn't have faith in Russ. Because go back to his statistics in Seattle after week eight, Russ does what? Decline every single season. This was in Seattle. So I didn't have faith in the Broncos at all. Okay. Anyways, next. Okay, last uh, person, TK. <laughs> First of all, we ain't ask all that, Desi. So... Anyways, um, first of all, I just want to say this. First of all, totally, your answer was absolutely terrible, bro. Because 
if you're looking from the beginning of the season, I don't think anybody even thought there was any chance the Jets would be sitting at seven and four. So the fact that they even got to seven and four is I would actually say that's an accomplishment. You improved from what you were last season, way better than what they were last season. And clearly you see that the future is bright. Um, but I think the biggest shocker, I gotta say the Jags, bro. I really gotta say the Jags. Like I understand PC and I think Gianni picked them at the beginning of the season. I told you guys I think you guys are a year too early. I just did. If you would have told me at the beginning of the season that the Jags would win the division and make the playoffs again, win the division with the Titans still in that division, King Henry and everything still in that division, Ryan Tannehill, the Titans still in that division. And if you would have told me that they beat that they beat out the Titans for the division title and get to the playoffs, I would absolutely call you crazy. Um, so, again, shout out PC, because, I mean, PC and Gianni, I mean, you look like geniuses. You're not. I mean, you're not. I'm still a much brighter sports mind than both of you guys. But, I mean, I give credit. No, we are. I, 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 I'll give credit where credit is due. I'll give credit where credit is due. Um, so, so yeah, it's, for me, it's definitely the Jaguars. Um, PC, I wanted the, the, the Jaguars to win, but, you know, you, you made a great point with that. Um, I should want the Chargers to win thing because, honestly, I, I can't. I, I have to have Sean Payton on my team. Bro. The Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh. So, let's – Ugh, let's go Chargers. Yay. Come on, Chargers. Get it. Get the win, please. Just Come on, enthusiasm. Yay. 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 All right. So um, I think the biggest disappointment, I was going to say the Raiders, honestly, because I think me and PC picked them to be number one in the AFC West. But I'll be a little different. I mean, I'll just go with the Broncos, honestly. At the beginning of the offseason, when we got when we signed Russ, I think everybody in this podcast – Besides Desi, who wants to be a genius, your team hasn't won a Super Bowl, so clearly. Well, talk. I wasn't but, here yet. Um, so yeah. yeah, um, I, I mean, we all expected Russell Wilson to be uh, a huge impact and be the reason why the Broncos made the playoffs this season. That did not happen. Uh, we won five. We went five and twelve this season. Uh, same record as last year. Um, it was it was it was just a huge disappointment. I don't think there's anybody that thought we'd 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 finish with the same exact record that we had last year with Russell Wilson on this team. Um, Nathaniel Hackett was supposed to be this offensive guru. Uh, clearly, that was false. He was way in over his head. A deer in headlights. He was he was just clearly not ready to be a head coach. I wish him the best. Just don't ever show up in Denver again. Don't 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 visit. Um, don't ever show up to the organization. Just please stay out of Colorado. Period. Um, there are plenty of places with mountains and snow and our uh, football teams that have mountain and snow. So go to those cities instead. Just please don't ever come to Denver again. Um, but yeah, definitely. I, like I said, I I would my original answer would have been the Raiders because honestly, I don't I just don't understand how the Raiders were that bad to where they're picking at top at top 10 in the NFL draft this season. I would have never thought that that would happen. But um, just clearly to show you, man, systems and, 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 and quarterbacks is, is very important because clearly Derek Carr just did not fit Josh McDaniel's system. And um, I'm not going to sit here and say I, I wish McDaniel was the best and that he finds a quarterback for his system because I wish him nothing but the worst. Um, I think he's in way over his head also. And I just don't think that he has what it takes to be an NFL head coach anywhere, ever. Um, he's our offensive coordinator, and that's what he should be doing. But that's another conversation for another day. I just want to know, how did nobody pick the Giants as the biggest shocker? Like, that, that's crazy to See, me. no, be, crazy uh, Sean, 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 I literally— We don't care. We Sean, don't care. He said— I literally said I expected the NFC East to be a lot better than it was this season. I said Giants, Cowboys, and, and Eagles probably, bro. I said the Redskins. You were, didn't I, have the Giants in the playoffs. No, no, no. Your cap. No, after no before like the first four weeks, I didn't have the Giants, bro. But once they started showing me something, and I saw that they were more competitive than the Eagles were, because the Eagles absolutely played nobody, and we're going to keep that on it. We, we're honest here on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Well, PC, PC and Gianni are not, but the Giants it actually was the showed me schedule. Giants. 
actually showed me something. And, and I don't remember what game it was, Sean, but it was the game where you guys, I think you went, was it a two-point conversion or you guys went for it on fourth to win it game? one against the Titans. I think, yeah, that's literally when I was like, okay, honestly, this 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 is this is, might be it. And then you guys continue to be successful. And by week four, I was definitely a fan of the Giants, bro. I wouldn't say a fan, but I was definitely a believer of the Giants, I'd say. So, um, yeah, man, but honestly... Shout out to the NFC East, bro. Honestly, I, I give you guys a shout out. You guys were the AFC. Anyways, West. see, but that's what I'm saying. Y'all don't never say nothing about the AFC East, cause oh, you we know, were the AFC East is terrible. Well. The AFC East we is literally good terrible. As well. The AFC, yeah, you, you were. Yeah, your congratulations. And then so, the Jets' whole so situation, Brees Hall. We forgetting about him. He got hurt and he was carrying the offense the first couple of weeks. So we gonna forget that too. Mike White getting hurt. We gonna forget that too. That's what I'm talking about. I'm gonna say three three names for you, okay? And then we're gonna move on. Zach Wilson, Tua, maybe. I'm gonna say Teddy Bridgewater because he's probably the starting quarterback for the for the uh, Dolphins next year. And then uh, Mac Jones. Okay, are any of those guys compared to Josh Allen and 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 the Bills? It doesn't matter. So Daniel Jones compares to to Jalen Hurts. Anyways, no, he's not. But what's shocking is that they're Sean, is that the Giants are, are competing. That's what it makes it even more like, The logic is off. The logic is not off. That's why it's so hey, shocking. Because really? Is, Wentz, really? Okay, first of all, if we're being honest here, I would say Daniel Jones is a way better passer than Jalen Hurts. He's not. He's not better than Jalen Hurts overall. <laughs> Have you I seen the improvement from Jalen Hurts this Sean, season? Did I say anything wrong? I don't think. Say, I would I think say way better is maybe no, no, a no, stretch, no, no, but, no, no, we're know. not doing that. You can say that J- that Daniel Jones has a better deep arm than 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 Jalen Hurts, but you cannot say that he's no, a better sorry. passer than Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has improved immensely. You can argue he's a better passer. I wouldn't say a way he, better. Jalen Hurts is easily the better quarterback overall. I'm not. It's not even close. Oh, yeah. But I, but passing, I think I take Daniel Jones. Just just a little, but by a little bit, by a little bit. It's not my much, but by a little bit. Can we move on to the next question? Can we move on? You're giving this yeah, man, Sean, too much confidence. Yeah. Imagine Jalen Hurts if he had yeah, Ricky bro, James as his wide receiver one. Uh, Newsflash, he had a horrible wide receiving core last year, and he still made the yeah, playoffs. I've seen your story. The Giants' Devon story. No, no, since you want to do that, Sean, I am so sick and tired <laughs> of the Eagles that the Giants <laughs> have had. Giants fan base has had this massive freaking ego this past season okay I don't think you are literally ego. no 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 you're gonna take this buddy all right you are literally <laughs> hey, in the yo. same boat as the philadelphia eagles last season okay you are a team that is not supposed to be in the playoffs all right you have scraped by with enough wins to just barely get yourself into the playoffs just to get blown out by a team that actually deserves to be there so in the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. We're not we're not talk we're talking about we're the fact talking. that Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley and, and Richie James, Isaiah Hodgson and Darius Slim, those guys are supposed to scare a football team. Really? Saquon really yes. That's Saquon? what we're supposed to do. All right, Saquon this is not going to be a rerun of the regular season matchup between the Vikings and the Giants, okay? This is going to be playoff football. Everything's reset, buddy, and you're playing the Vikings in Minnesota. Kirk Cousins, I know we talk about Kirk Cousins all the time. If it's not 1 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon, he sucks, 
But guess what? Kirk Cousins has still gone into New Orleans in the wildcard round and beaten the New Orleans Saints. So he is still very capable of being a football team. And with Justin Jefferson, who at one point we all considered an MVP candidate this season, on his side, the Vikings will have a chance to beat the New York Giants at home, okay? There should be no reason why anybody should be picking the Giants, all right? I'm so sick and tired of your ego this past se- this uh, this season, man. Like, you finally made the playoffs for the first time in forever ever since you took that stupid boat pick with Odell and the rest of your bum wide receiver core. And that's the first time. This is the first time since then. That pick was taken back in 2016. It's been seven years since you've done anything in the playoffs, buddy. And you're sitting here talking like you're going to sit there. You're going to sit there and lie. Sean, can you and stand up and be a man? To he told me that that's that's I'm, I'm waiting for him to finish. Get the hell out of here, dude. Get out of there with that. Sean, you're not upsetting anybody. You're going to get the biggest reality trick ever. Y'all play the Vikings, right? Yes. No, you okay, would so, think. PC, wait, wait, PC, I just want you to know, the Vikings are the only team in the NFL to have this many wins with a negative point differential, like in their wins, bro. I think it's a negative three or four, bro. The Giants have a realistic chance to beat the Vikings. They're not that good as their record shows. But go ahead, Sean. The Eagles have a realistic chance of beating the Vikings last year too. Sean, I, I, don't, I don't even need to say much. I don't even need to say much. PC, it was a great story. You can hate all you want. We'll see you in the divisional. Okay, yeah. Well, and keep not. looking past us, too. Keep looking past. Keep looking past. Okay, the who's, nobody's looking past you. Nobody's saying NFC no, no, you're I said I will see you in the divisional. Keep looking past the Vikings, okay? Oh, I'll look past the Vikings. Those guys are frauds. Okay, yeah, whatever you say, buddy. And you better be ready to come back on here oh, next will. Monday. To a lot to apologize to the Vikings, okay? You better be ready to apologize. Next question. In the divisional, PC. Oh, I'm sure. In the divisional, what? (laughs) Okay, let's move on to the next question for PC and Sean go at it again. (laughs) It says Kobe and LeBron versus Michael and Pippen. Who wins in a seven game series? PC, what you think? This question is. it's interesting. I, I have MJ, Ron, and Kobe all in my top three all time. Um, so I'm going to keep my answer short and sweet. I'm taking Kobe and LeBron. All right. I know MJ and Pippen, they are an excellent duo, arguably the greatest duo of all time, and they have the rings to show for it. And, you know, the defense that both of those players have isn't talked about enough, I feel like. I mean, they were they were locking down, like, you know, team players on on national teams at one point. You know, like it was that good. Um, with that being said, I think the offensive bag that that Kobe has and that LeBron has um, is just it's a bit more advanced because they played. You know, in, in in a generation where you know there's just you know players now have a bigger offensive bag than what they did back in the '90s and early 2000s. Um, so I I, I would take. Uh, Kobe and LeBron for that reason alone. Also for the fact that you know Pippen, while he is an excellent, probably the greatest number two option ever. You know he's he's not on the level of MJ or LeBron or Kobe. Um, that just brings down Michael Jordan in that scenario. So that's why I would go with uh, with Kobe and LeBron. Keep this short and sweet. Kobe and LeBron. 
you, you pair two of the greatest scorers and players of our generation in one team, and you put MJ with Scottie Pippen, it just separates out. I like Scottie Pippen's a good player, but he's nowhere near the level of Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. Kobe Bryant was an assassin. Kobe Bryant was our generation Mike. And then you put LeBron, probably the greatest player of all time, and will end up number one scoring at the end of this season. You cannot say that that team is losing in a seven-game series with Mike and Scotty. I don't care what Scotty does. I don't care what Mike does. Mike does. I don't care. Kobe Bryant will get in Michael Jordan's head. Even the young Kobe Bryant was getting in Michael Jordan's head. And he knew, and Michael Jordan knew for a that Kobe Bryant was on his way next. And don't get me started with LeBron James. LeBron James in his prime. Miami LeBron James was a two-way player. Not just one way, two-way. In fact, he would dunk on Scotty at one end and then lock him up the next end. It's not even close. I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what Scotty Dick Pippen does on defense. LeBron James is 6'8", 260. He would bully Scotty. He would put him on a poster every Every single possession. <laughs> block him. He'll chase down, block him every single time. Tyler, I thought you said you were going to keep it short and sweet. That was short. Thank you. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> All right, uh, TK. Tolu, your love for LeBron, bro, it comes to a point where like it needs to be medically evaluated bro because like it is very disturbing and i'm trying to keep this just appropriate like you, just like you of you know what but i'm not how gonna much you fondle upon this man's genitals bro it's it's just not I, i'm not allowed to be a fan but i'm not allowed to be a fan it's crazy, crazy world we live in. You're a fan of one player, you're dick you're, um, you're more than a fan. That, that's yeah, totally. that's what more we're, we're flying here. Like, I, I feel like you want to DC, be Don't even get started. I know what you said about Joel Embiid in the chat. Do you want me to pull it up, okay. Radrick? It, it's all it's all trolls, man. You are serious. Like, I, I just okay. feel like Tolu at this point just wants to get, be just where... Just get to your answer. Please Tolu get to wants, your answer. I, I, I will, trust me. But I just feel like at this point, you want to be where Savannah is. And totally, you just will never be there, bro. But um, look, it's and – and I'm mainly talking to PC here because, totally, you found a way to debacle all three answers. I don't know how you did that. But so, PC, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question, all right? Out of Scotty, Jordan, LeBron, and Kobe, who would you say, career-wise, was the best defender out of all four of them? Because I'm going to say Scottie Pippen. I would probably say Scottie too. Okay. So Scottie Pippen, we agree, is the, probably the better defender out of all four. I think when you think of Kobe and LeBron, I'm, or, or Kobe and MJ, all right? As much as we all love MJ, because MJ was the Michael Jordan of our era. Um, we were all, we were all, none of us were born in the Michael Jordan era. So we didn't see Michael Jordan play, unfortunately. Um, wish we did. It would have been amazing to be able to to truly compare LeBron and, and MJ and all these guys, but we weren't born in that era. Um, <clears throat> but I think we'd all agree, based on the documentaries and what we see on YouTube, the YouTube videos, we'd all agree that Michael Jordan was just better than Kobe Bryant was, strictly because of the fact of Michael of Kobe Bryant was 
a spitting image of Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan was better than Kobe Bryant was. I think we can agree with that, right? So my thing is this, and I love what PC said earlier. He he mentioned that Kobe or, or Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen's defense does not get talked about enough. Because what you're saying here is you're basically having Scottie Pippen guard LeBron James in this situation, and then you're having Michael Jordan guard Michael Jordan on Kobe Bryant. <clears throat> so the question was a seven-game series. We all know the greatness of LeBron. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take each of these players in their prime. I think. There's really no wrong answer with this, but I think if we're talking about a seven-game series and, and we're going on Michael Jordan and what we've seen from Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen with six in a row, bro, like nobody's ever done that. Um, I think I'm going to go with Scottie Pippen and, my, and Michael Jordan because they've played together. The chemistry is already there. Like I said, six rings is six rings, six rings in a row. Um, Michael Jordan didn't win any rings until he got Scottie Pippen on that team. So I think you're 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 really underrating the greatness of Scottie Pippen, and it's actually really disrespectful, Tolu. Um, Scottie Pippen is the top 25 to 50 player of all time in NBA history. Uh, I think we'd all agree with that. It's just extre- just just extremely disrespectful, Tolu. So you, you need to put a little more respect on Scottie Pippen's name. Uh, Scottie Pippen is not what LeBron what LeBron James was offensively, but he was definitely a better defender than what uh, uh, LeBron James was. Even the LeBron James at his best, LeBron James wasn't touching Scottie Pippen's defense at his best. Um, I think we'll definitely go seven games. Uh, the, all these games will be down to the wire. Um, I think another important thing is is what era are they playing in? Um, are they playing in the 80s, 90s, or are they playing in this era? Because I believe in this era, Michael Jordan can e- easily average 50 points for the entire season. I think that's something that will play into effect also. Nobody would average more points in a game or in games than Michael Jordan in this era. So, like I said, there's really no wrong answer. Um, I guess I, I, I'm, I'm saying Michael and Jordan or Michael and Pippen just to be different because I, I knew Tolu was definitely going to say LeBron and Kobe. Uh, I was very interested in hearing PC's answer. Um, like I said, he made some great points, but I'm going to go with what I, I'm going to go with history. What history tells me, uh, like I said, the chemistry is there. Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen are six and zero in the finals, never lost. Um, and like I said, I think that's just that's just extremely extremely important and it's and it's and it's very valuable so i'm gonna go with scotty pippen and michael jordan but like i said i don't think there's any wrong answer we got that the first 40 times you said it <laughs> all right good segment guys good segment let's move on to our next one which is um super wild card week predictions so pc your prediction first number five seeded Dallas Cowboys taking on number four seeded Tampa Bay Buccaneers. These are two teams that are both limping into the playoffs and uh, struggling for most of the season. Dak Prescott continues to throw interceptions. Tom Brady still has a pretty average roster around him. Um, With that being said, I think I'm going to go with the Buccaneers here. Uh, This is a home game for them. And as long as Tom Brady is still the quarterback for this team, they will always have a chance Dak Prescott, uh, he just, I don't know what's gotten to Dak to where he, he, he sees like some things on the field where he's making these turnovers. Like if you saw that game against the commanders, like he did not look good whatsoever. He was not making good throws at all. Um, and you know, for the, for the Buccaneers, like they're going to capitalize on that, you know, that defense is still good enough to capitalize on bad mistakes, uh, made by Dak Prescott. It doesn't matter how much they try to run the ball with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Um, 
I think that this game is going to come down to a nail-biter. And referring back to the Van Hot take that we had a few weeks ago, the Bucks are going to win this on a field goal. Give me 24-21. Tampa Bay moves on to the next round. I'm passing it off now to Gianni. Um, I have the six-seed Giants versus the third-seed Vikings. I think this game is going to be pretty close to the wire. I think it's going to go to overtime. And I think the Vikings win 26-23 to 23 in overtime. Last second field goal in the first overtime, I think it, they go to the distance, basically. I, I don't think there's been a game that has gone to the distance that long, in my opinion. But I think the um, Vikings win 26-23, nail-biter, like they always do. And I think Justin Jefferson has a, uh, a big game. I, I see him gain 120 yards maybe two touchdowns around that mark. And I, I think it's going to be a close Vikings win. Sean. Oh, pass it to Sean. Yeah. All right. So I've got the number two seeded 49ers versus the number seven seeded Seattle Seahawks in the NFC. I don't think there's going to be a super close game. I think if you look at the 49ers and what they've been able to accomplish on their third string quarterback, their starter and their backup, both got season-ending injuries. They are now on their third string, and they are still on a 10-game winning streak right now. They have the most momentum in the entire NFL. They are, in my opinion, the best team in the NFC. They are going to make the two roll, and I think their defense, and specifically their defensive line, is going to be too much for the Seattle Seahawks to handle. So I do think the 49ers are going to be able to come away from this game with a pretty easy W, even though I do think Geno Magic, you know, He's had his ups and downs. The beginning of the season was a lot of up. Recently, he's been a little bit more inconsistent. Unfortunately, I think he might have a couple turnovers in this game that could really end up costing Seattle. Uh, yeah. All right, so I have the number six Ravens versus the number three Bengals. Tolu, I'm very, very sorry, but I got to do this to you. Look, man, for me, it's just the fact that uh, Lamar Jackson hasn't practiced in two weeks. Um, I think this injury is a lot more serious than what the media and, and what the organization is telling us. Um, I don't like the fact that the first game Lamar Jackson will be returning to, if he even returns, um, isn't a playoff game against the Cincinnati Bengals, who have looked absolutely incredible. Um, so even with Lamar Jackson, I, I, I'm sorry, Toto, I don't think it's going to be a close game, bro. I think we're possibly talking about a, a 33 to 23 win by the Bengals. They won comfortably. Um and then after, I'll tell you one thing, man. After that game, that's when the Lamar Jackson trades and all those rumors start again, bro. And I cannot wait for it. So give me the Bengals 33-23 over the, over the Ravens. Tolo. Yeah, I'm doing the Jags and Chargers because um, a certain someone didn't want to give me my team. But, you know, I'm, not, I'm just going to let that slide. But uh, Jaguars and uh, um, Chargers. Both these young quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert, or Justin Herbert, both in the playoffs for the first time. It's going to be a, I think this is probably going to be the shootout between these two teams because both their offenses is like crazy. But I think overall, Justin Herbert is the better quarterback. So I'm picking the, the Chargers to beat the Jaguars because I, I but the, at least the, the Jaguars have, have playoff experience now so the Jaguars next year are going to be scary they're 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 going to win they're going to win their division again next year easily in my opinion but I think I think the Chargers are we're, we're already it's it's about time the Chargers made the playoffs they haven't made the playoffs 
This is the first time in the playoffs since 2018, I think, when they beat us. So I think the Chargers are winning this game. And I, I'm, it's going to be close. I think they're going to win by maybe a field goal, 28-25. All right. And I have the number two seed, Buffalo Bills, uh, versus the number seven seed, Miami Dolphins. Pretty much short and sweet answer. I'm going to go with the Bills for the simple fact. Tua, he's not playing. Um, he's still in concussion protocol. They said he's he's still around um, number three. So they say he's, they're going to update us between Wednesday and Friday, but it's not looking good for Tua. Um, so, yeah, I think we get our run game established this week, maybe passed a couple of times in the first half. But after that, I feel like we're going to win around about 10 points. So, yeah, I'm taking the Bills. Only 10 points? If you only win by 10 points, that's just absolutely pathetic. If you don't win I by 20 like, points, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You better win by 20. Miami's defense is not terrible, though. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't feel like Miami defense is just a pushover. So I'm not going to go up here and say, we're going to win by 20. Like, I'm not doing that. Oh, no, you need to do that. And then it's a playoff game. It's Skyler. I don't even remember. What's his last name? Is it Johnson? It don't matter. Skyler what? I want to jump in and say something. The Hmm. the Dolphins' defense is bottom five, basically. They're, they're like, 27th in scoring. Their defense is not good. Let's say, let me say this. I'm more so concerned about our side. Because I've seen the Bills before offensively on our offensive line. The the holding calls, the false starts, all of those things factor into us. That's how we almost lost yesterday, shooting ourselves in the foot. That game wasn't even as close as the score read. But what, what my team tends to do is shoot ourselves in the foot. I can I admit you are. I tell you what, I'm gonna thank you, and I'm gonna and I'm and I'm gonna say one. I'm gonna thank you because I'm telling you right now, if you lose to the Dolphins, if, if y'all find some way to lose to the Dolphins, you don't understand what you're gonna do for my city. The parties, the clubs are gonna be popping, bro. Please, lose. please, please. I need something we to do. Ten. I'm cool with it. A win is a win. A win is a win. Um, and just to give everybody a little background, um, the podcast record. Uh, for the postseason is currently 12 and 1. So, Tolu, if you mess it up, you got to be banned for at least a week, bro. I'm literally just chilling here. I don't know why everyone's on me. Bro, but okay. Moving on to our next segment, guys. It's time for TK's tier list. So, TK, I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a very sad moment because this is the last tier list until next season. <sighs> you got to stop crying. PC, wipe your eyes. You don't have to cry. Desi, don't cry. Gianni, don't cry. Tolu, you look very ugly when you cry. Sean, don't cry. It's okay, guys. We'll be back next season. It'll be a better I'm year. Crying. But um, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's, let's make this one special. Um, So, yeah. So, number one, I'm going to go with... I guess I'll put Desi's bills on the list this week. All right, fine. Oh, fine. No. I'll do it. The victory over the Patriots. Um, I, I thank you guys officially secured the number one seed. No, right? No, the Chiefs. Number two seed. Okay, so Chiefs got the number one seed, number two seed. Um, look, man, I made Desi a promise. Um, it was supposed to be against the Migos. We all know what happened. Um, 
but hey man they went out there and they showed up they showed out for Demir Hamlin um that's that that first kickoff return bro I'm not gonna lie man I I, I, I don't know about y'all but I got a little I got a little chills bro because man if you don't believe in God or anything and, and hopefully you believe in a higher power bro there was there was that was nothing but the man above bro that was special it's I think it you hadn't it happened crazy, go ahead crazier that pump return and back me up on this if I'm wrong Desi that pump return was the first was the first kick return for a touchdown. Three months, three days exactly. I mean, you God works in mysterious ways. That's I mean, all I'm saying. Thank you, BC. Honestly, what more can I say after that, bro? Honestly, I mean, it was special. Um, and like I said, the 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 Bills continued to carry that momentum throughout the entire game. They didn't look. I, there was a couple moments where they kind of looked like, "What are they doing?" But for the most part, the Bengals went out there. They did what they were supposed to do. They got the win. They got the win in a divisional win. Desi, okay, are you happy now? You've officially been on the list. Please don't expect to ever be on it again. Oh, actually, next year we play you guys. So. Look out for that on look look out for that next year on the tier list, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Because the winner, the winner and loser will definitely be on that list. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be very disappointed. So number two, um Gianni, PC, Sean, I think you'll get a kick out of this one. How about the commanders 26 to 6 win over the Cowboys? Absolutely, you have nothing to play for. Just a little spoiler. Um, I think that if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think the Eagles game hadn't either started yet or was still continuing. So there was a chance that the Cowboys still could have got the first um, the first the number one seed seed in the entire division or in the entire uh, NFC. But they would need the Eagles to lose. Eagles ended up winning, taking the number one seed um, like we like for the most part, most of us expected. Um, but, yeah, 26 to six. I don't understand. They had this man. The rookie from North Carolina looking like prime Baker maker, like prime Baker Mayfield from his Oklahoma days, bro. I don't even understand how you let a rookie look that special. Can you guys just Steve, Stephen A. Smith. All right. And, and I'm going to try to do my best Stephen A. Smith impression. All right. It is a black. It's literally it's like we see this for the past decade and a half. It is something going on in that organization. A black cat. Somebody put a spell on that. Or I don't know what it is. I don't think I've ever seen a team that every single year they get close to the playoffs. They just completely they just completely fall apart every single year. I can't remember a single year, Tony Romo years. I can't remember a single year where every time they finally look there, you think the Cowboys, all right, they finally have a chance. It gets to like the last four or five games of the season, and then the Cowboys look like this. I mean, I just don't understand it, bro. I I I 26 to 6, bruh. To, to a rookie quarterback, bruh. Not Taylor Heineke, not Carson, a rookie quarterback, bro. Sam Howell, who hadn't even stepped on the field. One game. His first pass. His first pass was a touchdown, ladies and gentlemen. Cowboys. Uh, I, I, I mean, go ahead, guys. I mean, Sean, PC, Jonathan, go ahead. I, I, just I, I mean, you got, I mean, you guys are you guys see this every year. I mean, you guys are forced to watch these games, bro, because it's it's Accident. in the division. Hey, man. Can you guys explain to me why this happens every year for the past decade and a half? And for you for you people that are not geniuses and don't know what a decade is, that's 15 years, 15, 16 years now that the Cowboys continue to do the same thing. Decade and now they have 10 to, years. And decade I just is 10 said years. that. I just, I, I just said, yeah, yeah, decade is 10 years <laughs> plus five. I said 10 plus five. Decade and a half, Tolu. Listen. But listen. Listen. Just listen. All right. 
the Cowboys do this every single year. It never, ever fails. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. You guys seen it. You guys are in the division. You see it every year. Can can you guys just explain why this continues to happen to the Cowboys? Like, is it really, is it Jerry Jones? Is it Dak Prescott? Is like, what is it? Y'all boys want to go first? I, I know what I'm going to say. I mean, I, I don't you know. See, you seem very excited for this, so you can go. I mean, I because thing about it is, see, the Cowboys have always had a personal little rivalry within my family. Okay, my dad's a Cowboys fan. My my dad's on my my uncle's on my dad's side. They're both Cowboy fans. Okay, so I I had to to listen to all three of those men during my childhood try to lie to me and say each and every single year that Dallas Cowboys were going to do something in the playoffs. And I am now 22 years old, 22 years old, and not once not a single time have i ever seen the dallas cowboys do anything of significance in the playoffs i mean i mean i mean you can't make this stuff up you really can all right i can have i can go out right now and have uh, a set of twins okay and and one more kid i would have three kids all right and that'd be just as more more times i have kids than cowboys have had playoff wins in the last 30 years okay this Dallas cowboys team i've been saying it all year long i've been saying it for years past they the expectation of the dallas cowboys should be no expectation Okay, because they always find a way to disappoint their fan base and choke. Okay, Stephen A., my brother, you are doing the Lord's work on first take when you show the footage of Dallas Cowboy fans crying and being frustrated that their team constantly finds a way to choke. I mean, if they're not, if it's not the coaching staff making a, a QB draw at the end of the 49ers game, all right, it, it's the players uh, who, who are messing up the 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 play calling all right tony Rowe will never gain past the, the divisional round um you know it, if it's not that they somehow may even get screwed that's where the black guy comes into play they may even get screwed a bit with the des bryant catch all right either way the dallas cowboys still and probably won't for the next few years do anything of significance in the playoffs i mean what more do you want me to say tk I, it's just it's inevitable them choking is inevitable. And 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 now and PC, they now have to play Tom Brady, who is seven and zero against them in his entire career. Go ahead, know something, TK. Go ahead. And the Cowboys since nineteen ninety six are zero and eight road playoff games, and they lost um, by average of twelve points. So. They're pretty much done. And I just want to say I I apologize in advance because I know you guys are going to hear from Cowboys fans after they lose against the um, Buccaneers this weekend. Um, It won't even be within five minutes when you guys start getting, you know, next year we're going to the Super Bowl, right? You know, we're going to the Super Bowl next year, right? I mean, I I just want to apologize because I know you guys are going to hear it again. It seems I hear from Cowboys fans and I'm not even in the NFC and I get tired of it. It's like every year. They they, don't they, they they never learn. Like it's been. Oh my God. It's, it's, my it's bad. It's, it's bad. Crazy. It's bad. Like at this point, and le- I I believe unless they find a way to trade for Patrick Mahomes, they're never going to go to the Super Bowl. I I think it's just it's just set its own. How many? And, and one more question: How many years does Dak have left on that contract? Uh, 
a good amount, like four still, I think. Uh, <sighs> all right. Uh, well, let's go ahead and move on with that because, like I said, good luck in uh, just yeah, good luck. That's your hundred million dollar quarterback, by the way. That's 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 the guy that's supposed to lead your franchise to a Super Bowl. So. Yeah, and I think we, yeah, all right, I'm just going to move on. So with the last winning spot, I, I, it, this one, it was between two teams. I, 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 as much as I wanted to go to the Broncos, I feel like I've talked about the Broncos enough. So how about the Lions 2016 win over the Packers? Another team that had absolutely nothing to play for, except if you guys heard the interview from the cornerback, I can't remember his name, I apologize. He did not like Aaron Rodgers. He felt like Aaron Rodgers completely just disrespected the city of Detroit, disrespected the Lions, and just quite didn't didn't respect them whatsoever. So you know what he goes out there? You know what they go out what the Lions decided to go out there and do? If I can't go to the playoffs, you can't go either. Do you know how petty that is, bro? Do you know how petty that is, bro? I mean, honestly, and then I don't know if you guys saw after the game, uh, Jameson Williams asked uh, 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 Aaron Rodgers for his jersey, and he looks at him and he, he smirks. You he could tell he's pissed off, but he looks at him and smirks and said, eh, I'm going to hold on to this one. What are you holding on to it for? Is that, is that, is, are you cherishing the jersey you lost to not make the playoffs in? I mean, come on now. That, that was just childish. Let the yeah. speculation begin. Let the speculate because again, we all know what's going to happen with the speculation of Aaron Rodgers. Is he coming back or not? Dude, we all know you're coming back another year. You just want to be you just want to be seen. You want to find a way to still be seen while the playoffs are going on, still be seen in the offseason. And <clears throat> unfortunately, that's what you're 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 that's that's what happens. You're going to be seen. But like I said, we all know you're coming back next season. But like DC said, the speculations are gonna start. We don't care, Aaron Rodgers. I'm just telling you, bro. We do not care. We don't care anymore. Go ahead. All I got to say is, Dan Campbell, you got a big pair of huevos, my friend. All right. You got to carry them things around in a wheelbarrow. A la, a la Randy from South Park. Dude, it, the lines are, are going to be scary for the next few years. I, gar- I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I 100% agree, man. I 100% agree. Look out for the I think the Lions next year are making the playoffs, man. I think they're going to make a lot of noise. <clears throat> Well, that being said, let's go ahead and move on to the losers here. Uh, I think number one is pretty easy. The Titans, 16-20 loss to the Jaguars. Um, that's supposed to be the Titans division this year. We all picked the Titans to win the division this year. Um, and, it, and it's like the Titans just, they stumbled at the the worst possible time you could possibly stumble. You stumbled when the just at the time the Jaguars started to peak. Um, and we've seen it. Uh, Shout out to the Jaguars. I, I, I think this is the first time they made the playoffs since like 2016. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, shout out to them, man. Honestly, like I said, I don't I don't know what you can do with Ryan Tannehill at this point, because I think he's another quarterback that has uh, two or three years left on his contract. I don't think anybody's jumping to trade for a guy like Ryan T- or Ryan Tannehill. So. I really don't know what you can do with that situation. I think you're just stuck with Ryan Tannehill and hopefully Malik Willis can develop under him um, this season because um, that's supposed to be a, that's supposed to be a franchise right there. And honestly, Ryan Tannehill is not the answer. I think the Jaguars are only going to continue to project upward. And I think they're going to, again, make the playoffs next year and win the division again next year. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know where the Titans go from here. Um, I don't remember who it was, but somebody mentioned – I don't remember if it's on the podcast, but I know in our sports chat, somebody mentioned trading Derrick Henry. I was completely against that, but you see how bad this team is without A.J. Brown. You already traded A.J. Brown. I guess at this point, it's nowhere to go 
there's no going up from here except for rebuilding. So, I mean, if you can trade Derrick Henry, I mean, you might as well go ahead and just try to push that because, like I said, I don't know where the Titans go from here. Um, number two, just to, just because Tolu wanted to troll me, I'm going to troll him. Um, let me see. Where is it? There we go. The Ravens, 16-27 loss to the Bengals. Tolu, what happened, man? What happened, bro? I mean, you, 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 you cares. I don't want to hear that. 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 I don't, I don't care. Don't care. Anthony Don't care. We had an undrafted rookie starting, Anthony Brown, and you're trying to troll me. No, you're, I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Nope. Just, we all just witnessed Jared Stidham have a monster game. I can't remember who they played last week, so I don't want to hear the whole backup excuse. He had a uh, monster. Jared Stidham had Devontae Adams? No, shut also, up. That's what you we're doing. Also, so it wasn't the quarterback. So so it's not you the undrafted quarterback then. So it's the wide receiver. Is it the wide receiver? the running back? Is it the wide receiver? Is it the wide receivers or the undrafted quarterback? Which one is it totally? It can't be both. Oh, bro, do you know how trash our offense is without Lamar Jackson? You okay. know this. You, you're not. You can't troll me. You well, can't I, I'm going to be honest with you. It was trash with Lamar, if we're being honest. Thank you. Okay. It really he was more points with more points with he Lamar. Without... He wasn't scoring in the second half. He wasn't. Yeah, I know our offense is trash, he but wasn't. Lamar makes our offense better. Oh, because he's scoring the first half. That's why. Because you don't no. score in the whole. You don't score in the second half. Huh? He don't score in the second half. Justin Tucker deserves a ton of shit that I already know. Our offense is trash. Y'all telling me stuff that I don't, I already know. You can't troll me. We're not trolling. Oh, this is the truth. <laughs> Got it. I, I just, I, I mean, this is exactly what I was looking for. Just a, just a chance to troll that total on the last one of the last uh, TK's tier list of the year. So last but not least, last loser on the list, the Jets. Six to 11 loss to the Dolphins. That might have been the most boring game of the entire season. And look, I understand Broncos have been on national TV and we've had some really bad games this season, but I honestly think that was the most boring game I've seen the entire season. Um, I think score Mageddon is the word 11 to six. That's like a baseball score. It's not something you see. Oh, score got me. Score, score got me. Thank you. Score, score got me. There you go. It's not something you see quite often. Um, it's a baseball score. Um, I, I don't understand. I, I guess I'll kind of go, Go on to Tolu's point earlier with the whole seven and four thing because it actually it's actually a topic that actually it makes sense to throw it in there. But yeah, man, we all when when the Jets were seven and four, we all me and Gianni at least uh, picked the Jets to make the playoffs. Um, and they did not. They they just crumbled at the wrong time. Zach Wilson just is not the answer. Mike Mike White started get. I think he got hurt like two or three games when they really needed him. Um, where you have to go back to Zach Wilson and Zach Wilson is just not the answer. Um. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's six to eleven. Like I said, that's just that's just a terrible score, bro. Like I said, the most boring game that I've seen the entire season. This was a game that I expected the Jets to win, actually, because I knew the quarterback situation. I knew Teddy Bridgewater and Tua weren't going to be in the game. Skylar Thompson. Does anybody even know where where did this dude come from? What college did he go to? Does anybody even know? Because I literally know nothing about this dude at all. Like, was he a rookie? This is he a rookie this year? Was he? A rookie? Oh, okay. So he's a rookie. Let's this. look it up right now. Okay, look, let's it up. look it up right now. All right, let's all wait before PC reads. Let's all take a guess. I'm gonna say South. No, I, I feel like that's what Nebraska. He went to Kansas State. 
Oh, see, yeah, I would have never thought of that. <laughs> would have never thought of that. See, um, and I don't know any quarterback that any quarterbacks that have ever came out of Kansas State. So that's to tell you something right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know what the the Dolphins are. Dolphins are about to get killed by the Bills this weekend, man. It's it's. <laughs> It's not going to be good, bro. I don't think I'm going to watch that game. I, I'm already – it's going to be like 44 to like 12, bro. It's going to be bad, dog. It's going to be really bad. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, that's officially going to be the season ending of TK's tier list until next season. Um, just get – I'm just going to leave you guys with, with, this, with this positive message. Broncos are going to be on the list a lot more in the W column next season. Next season, ladies and gentlemen, Broncos country. We fraud. I got it. I got it out before I got muted. <laughs> I just heard Broncos country. You didn't finish. Let's it. ride, Broncos. Nope. Country. Let's we ride. fraud. I said it already. Why did you hurt me? Oh, bro. Bro, Talu, be quiet. No. Embarrass. Let me talk to. No. All right. Great segment, TK. Thank you for putting my bills on there. Rightfully so. We should have been on there weeks ago. But, you know, hey, you win some, you lose some. Next segment is my personal favorite, which is hot takes. But before we give ours, PC, can you please play our WHS fan hot take of the week? Absolutely. If you want to send your fan hot take for the show, DM us or socials. Check out our socials, even our personals. We'll look through submissions. We always pick the best one. We're always looking for a real juicy one. Um, and I think we got that this week. So let's play Pan Hotic. Hey, what's up? Zip. I'm in Maryland. I rep all Detroit teams. Putrid existence, I know. And this is the We Hate Sports Fan Hot Take of the Week. The Jazz will have a better record than the Timberwolves at the end of the All-Star break and at the end of the year. Well, that's valid, I think. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's very valid. Um, the whole tower thing of Rudy Gobert and, and uh, God, tell me, though, it's cat uh, is just not working, bro. Car Anthony Towns is just, it's, it's just not working. It's absolutely terrible. I don't even know. And they gave up four draft picks for that guy. First for four first round picks for that guy. I don't know what there is. What's, um, I don't know. They're smoking in Minnesota, man. There is. Five teams right now that are, well, six teams right now that are officially above 500 in the Western Conference. All right. So I I do think that it's possible. It's a real possibility. I, I think a lot of us just wrote off Utah this year because they lost Rudy Gobert and Dobbin Mitchell. Um, but Laurie Marketing, can we talk about Laurie Marketing? What? The dude is playing insane right insane. now. Insane. Absolutely like, insane. I, I don't know if y'all saw the the poster that he had against the Bulls, Ben, but Laurie's playing like a man possessed right now. I'll say this. I'll say this, PC, because a lot of people want to say that when guys like that get paired with LeBron. Oh, begin. Yes, I'm saying that the Lakers are going to are going to trade for him. Um, it's going to happen. Um, but you know, I just think that that's he's he's a guy. He's he's exactly what the Lakers need. Uh, we need a guy like that. He's 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 been absolutely incredible. And PC, you're absolutely right. He he needs to be in the MVP conversation with the way he's been playing, bro. He needs to be in the conversation. I'm not saying he should win, but he needs to be in the conversation. Absolutely, nobody expected this from Laurie. He he's been incredible. Future Laker. Future Laker. Don't be bringing your Denver delusions to, to the Lakers. We got enough of them, man. Like, this is what I'm talking about. You type of fans right here, y'all make us 
And first of all, let me tell you something because let me tell you something, sweetheart. Because if I feel offended, no. I feel like you're comparing me to Tolu, and that's what we're not going to do. Okay, I, I knew I was not going to do Y'all have Rob Plink as your GM, y'all not making shit. Uh, anyways, he's <laughs> a fraud, he's a bum. And he would be working at McDonald's if he wasn't representing Kobe Bryant. I mean, I'm not gonna argue with you, but yeah, I mean, are you expecting us to argue with you? Bro? Like, <laughs> I'm okay. just saying, just saying. Like, the same way. Hey, we on. Hey, I don't care. We undefeated in the in the uh, in the new year. Yes, we are. Sean, Sean, is your Heat undefeated? No, we beat you guys. PC, is your uh, Sixers undefeated? No, you, you're not either. Okay, sh- everybody else has. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. First I'll take is going to be coming from Sean. All right, so week 18, everyone wanted to talk about the playoff scenarios, which were absolutely huge and led to a lot of discourse, a lot of big changes in the NFL this week. Some other big changes that we saw this week was in the draft order. We saw the Houston Texans get a two-point conversion, convert multiple fourth and longs to win the game, and destroy their draft pick. Not destroy, but they fell from number one overall to number two overall and gave the Chicago Bears the number one overall pick. Absolutely drastic chain. Massive failure by the Houston Texans to not be able to tank this game away and give up the number one overall pick. Because of this, I think they are going to miss out on the quarterback of their choice. And not only are they going to miss out of that quarterback, it's going to go to a division rival. Because my hot take is the Indianapolis Colts, who now own the number four overall pick, are going to trade up to number one with the Chicago Bears and draft their QB1, whoever that is. Maybe it's Bryce Young, maybe it's C.J. Stroud, possibly even it's Will Levis. I don't know who they like the most, but I don't know who the Colts like, but whoever it is, they're going to be able to snag them right in front of Houston Texans because they were unable to tank this game like they should have. So do you throw out Will Levis? Is it like a like a KKK thing to like throw? No, out? no, it's like not a, absolutely like anything brother. like that. I don't like Will Levis. I don't think Will Levis is good at all. I think Will Levis is very overrated. He just happens to be overrated by NFL general managers, and NFL general managers are the ones making the decision. Who? After what we've seen the Colts do at quarterback since Andrew Luck, from Philip Rivers to Carson Wentz. To Matt Ryan, can you really trust them and say they won't make a decision like this? Have they made comparisons for Will? Like, who's the comparison? I mean, I saw him get compared to Josh Allen, but that's oh, insane. Oh, no, God. nobody yeah. with a brain that's, would agree with that comparison. Is he? Is he mobile? So, Josh Allen is elite of the elite mobility and arm strength. Will Levis has mobility and has arm strength, but is nowhere near Josh Allen in those categories. Will Jones 2.0. He's worse he than literally couldn't win a starting job he, over Sean Clifford. He couldn't win a shot starting he's job over. He's comparing him to Daniel Jones, which I think is objectively fair. But I think Daniel Jones did more, was more efficient, had better decision making, and was more accurate. So he was not. You wouldn't. Wow. So he. You wouldn't even say he's better than Daniel Jones coming out of college. Will Levis was terrible this year. Oh God, that's not. He good. Sucks. He quit. He quit on his team too. By the way, he's a quitter. Quitter. And he also puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Automatic seventh round. Seventh Wait, round grade. What? See what? What? Why? Huh? 
What even makes what, somebody? What is why, what is like the reason for that? Like, yeah, like what, what did he explain his, why what, he does? When that? Often his brain, he probably has like, explained it. I also wouldn't be surprised if he's trolling. Like, there's a very good chance that this is a troll and he's just messing with the media. But if it's not, he's an absolute. No, I believe him. He's from <laughs> Kentucky. That's I believe disgusting. Him. That's some YT. That's some YT stuff, man. That's some YT oh, no, don't stuff. Don't do that. White. That's oh, no, what you like. Nah, for real. That's, That's what you like. Stuff. You like the palm colors. Couldn't be me, man. Couldn't be me. I love my black woman. Totally. That's what. I what? No, I don't. Yeah. Black women, the the berry is sweeter juice, man. PC, you gotta drop the video on the YouTube now. You gotta yeah, drop. I have to. I do have to. Do I like that drop. again? And I will. Trust me. <laughs> I got the screenshot too. I got the screenshot. Y'all know about the screenshot. You know I'll, what I'm talking I'll, about. I'll send y'all screenshots. You think I don't have screenshots of you and TK? All right. It's not about me. It's not about me. Why? What I catch it straight for? I didn't even say nothing. Okay. Well, um, so we're watching the college football national championship right now during this recording of this episode. And um, the score is 52 to 7. I. I this is like this is a massacre, dude. I I knew like it's all Michigan. I don't fault, know man. why I'm thinking. Fault. Like this is a just all around humbling for TCU, um, and continues to show the significance in talent level and coaching between a conference like the Big Twelve and the SEC. With that in mind. Oklahoma and Texas are both jumping to the SEC in 2025. My hot take is that Oklahoma and Texas will not win a championship or even make the college football playoffs within the next 20 years because the fact that this is what we're getting with with the national championship for between a Big 12 team and a SEC team I, I knew like there have been examples of there being just the we've seen the significance, the difference before, just in, in level of talent and the coaching staff and players, but man, this is this is embarrassing. <laughs> like it, this is really embarrassing to watch. Like I don't think they're gonna the Georgia's gonna stop either. Like that's my hot take though. Oklahoma and Texas, they're jumping the SEC in twenty twenty five. And it's not gonna be a good time for him. I, I, NPC, I don't think you know what's sad, bro. You know what's sad. I feel like with the playoff expansion and everything that they're trying to bring to college football, this is possibly something that we could possibly see going down the road. We may see a uh, Colorado, or I'm not going to say Colorado because they just signed Deion Sanders, but we may see a Florida, a team like Florida, make it against a team like Alabama or Georgia and witness another blowout. I mean, they wanted expansion so bad, and this is you're basically getting a preview of what can happen because these are just one-and-done games. Anything can happen in these single games. A team like TCU is clearly... The evidence of that, and this is what we're fo- forced to watch on a game that we've waited all season to watch, and we're first we're forced to watch a blowout. I'm I, PC. I'm I turned the game off after it was like twenty to seven. Bro. I turned the game off. I'm, I refuse to watch a blowout championship for a championship. I just refuse to watch it. I don't know why Florida had to catch a straight. That's insane to me. Sean, I love you. You know I love you, bro. I'm sorry. I, it was just I just looked at your face and thought, okay, Florida, for example. But at least I said you make. At least I said you would make it, so that counts for something, right? Make what? <laughs> oh, you are. Florida can't even be LSU worst teams. 
okay, fine. So a team like LSU could make it and play a team like Georgia and get the exact same result that we're seeing now. Right. That, that what Don't, you wanted I me to say? I would, not, I would not bet the money on that. LSU is going to be a totally different team. Look what we did from year one with the new coach. Tired of this new quarterback. Dunk other starter. <laughs> like, uh, come on oh. now. They're better than Georgia. They're better than Alabama. They're beating everybody. We already beat Alabama, so you know we better than Alabama. LSU. Yeah, let's ride. Okay, for my hot take, is going to be about the Clippers. The Clippers are a mess, honestly. And there have been speculations that if they don't go that far this season, they're going to probably blow it up. So my hot take is that the Clippers in the offseason are going to trade Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. They're going to fully rebuild, get some draft pick, and some young talent, find something that can help the team um, grow for the coming years. So that's my hot take, that the Clippers are going to blow up after this season. Um, PC, I'm going to ask you a question, all right? Because I know you love Tyrese Maxey, all right? Let's say you have a chance to get a healthy Kawhi Leonard. You're, oh, you're still still not trading? Wow, wow, man. This guy. Does he is in the same. He is in. The, no, no, because Kawhi Leonard at this point is in the same boat as AD. I, you cannot trust his health. He's close. Still he under can't. 30. 29. I mean, he's it's still under 30. If no, I, I said healthy. They're both, they're both the same boat. I just. I'm taking a fully healthy Tyrese Maxey, who's still rising as a star in this league over. Uh, uh, injury written Kawhi Leonard. Sean and Gianni. Situation. Would y'all trade Bam for a, a, Kawhi, a, healthy, a healthy Kawhi Leonard? Knowing you're getting him back 98% healthy, would you trade a Bam? No, but I don't think that's a fair comparison because Bam is a lot better than Maxi. I would trade Hero, which is a much better comparison to Maxi. Okay. Like, okay. You know something? I think Paul George will be great in Miami. No, definitely. Think, I mean, he's the, he's the same type of player as, as well. Jimmy Butler. I mean, you guys would definitely be one of the better defensive teams in the league. I'll tell you that. I mean, I guess for the last time, with the last time of the season, I'm going to I'm going to talk about my Broncos. So my hot take is going to be this. <clears throat> Next year, ladies and gentlemen, Russell Wilson will finally win an MVP. And let me tell you why he's going to win an MVP. Because the type of season that he had this year, it can't get any worse. It can only get better with a better head coach, better offensive line, which are things that I think the organization as a whole is going to work on. If we win 10, 11, 12 games next year, it is going to be extremely hard not to give Russell Wilson the MVP strictly because of the type of season that we had this year. All right. And when I say MVP season, I say I'm thinking over 3,500 passing yards, about 35-ish touchdowns, like eight interceptions, somewhere around there with like an 11-12 win record. I think that's very possible, especially when you when you think of that we have a chance to add a guy like Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh. So that's going to be my hot take. Next year, Russell Wilson will win his first MVP because we're going to be so much better than we were this year and into the playoffs and possibly a Super Bowl contingency. I don't want to go too far because, like I said, that this year and then let's just get to the playoffs first. Let's just get to the playoffs first. And then whatever happens from there happens. There you go. Just like Teddy Bridgewater, right, TK? Uh, I never said Teddy was going to be MVP. I said, sure I don't did. remember. I don't, Pretty sure you did. I don't think I, oh, okay. I did say that, but that was after we were 3-0, and and I'm sitting here like, 
how are we three and oh with Teddy Bridgewater? Like, I don't understand how we were three and oh, but yeah, he fooled me. Teddy Bridgewater fooled me, bro. So I was wrong. You looking more and more like a Cowboys fan every day. No. Every day. But like, look, it, okay, like and Desi, that's that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But again, I know what I saw the last two games for us. I saw the old the Seattle Seahawks for us in there. I mean, that's that's good enough for me. I ordered the Russell Wilson jersey last night. Finally, I didn't order the jersey all season. I finally ordered the jersey last night. I'm gonna wear it proud, proudly here on the podcast next week for you guys. PC, you know what? Go ahead and wear your Jalen Hurts jersey. Actually, no, you guys are gonna actually no, you're gonna play this week. So yeah, wear your Jalen Hurts jersey. Um, TK, Tony, you're, you're, you don't I have, have an idea. Oh God, what? I have an idea. What? You know, because this is the end of the season and the Broncos. You know. What about we bring the quarterback list one more time? What do you think, PC? Mm, <laughs> you know, I think it would be a really... You can't be. I don't think that's fair. It, it's, we won, though. But we won. But we won. So why would you they be did, They won. did win. They did win. They did but you win, had a losing but... record. But we they won. Didn't they didn't win. You just read the list last week. Bro, I'm not, bro, I'm leaving. All right. If y'all going to read it, let me know so I can leave. Save your fingers Save your fingers my brother It's okay Thank you Dang But maybe next Oh god (laughs) (laughs) I hate you Okay My hot take is I've read this thing On Bleacher Report That um Kyler Murray Is going to have the input On who the next Head coach is In Arizona I read that I'm like um, why? <laughs> okay, like, why does Kyler Murray have any responsibility on what the coach is for the Arizona Cardinals? What, how does he have any input on who they hire as the Arizona Cardinals' new head coach? He can't even decide what to study in the playbook, and that's who you're getting input on who the next head coach is? Kyler Murray has been in the league. Kyler Murray hasn't even led the Cardinals. Have they even made the playoffs? He's he hasn't led the Cardinals to a. He's made the playoffs one time, one time in Arizona. And don't get me started. He's got DeAndre Hopkins. He 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 has a stellar offense. He's had really good offenses and a pretty good defense. Why on earth? Is Kyler Murray having any say of the head coach in Arizona? I don't care if that's your franchise quarterback. How how about win me a playoff game before you have any input on what I do as the franchise? Okay, they did a good thing firing Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, he sucks. But let me, can he at least win me one playoff game before he decides what to do of uh, uh, the franchise? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, why is Ky- Kyler Murray having input on who, who I should hire, who I should trade? I don't care. You haven't won me anything yet. You don't, you don't have the facilities for that big man. You don't have that facilities until you win me a playoff game. I don't care. Like that's so stupid. And ladies and gentlemen, we for the first time in We Hate Sports history, Tolu has found a way to debacle every single what? segment. That's a good first of all. No, what Tolu, has Tyler Murray so done? I'm going to answer you because I'm pretty sure me, Sean, Gianni, and everybody are thinking the same thing. The reason why you no. asked Kyler Murray for an input is because we just see we just seen Cliff Kingsbury hold 
told this man that he was the reason why Kyler Murray was held back. He tried to make a whole study, like, okay. joke in there. It was bad. Second of all, the reason why you ask Kyler Murray is because he's your franchise quarterback. They don't mean that. That doesn't mean they're going to first before he does that. That doesn't nope. that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to pick the exact coach that he wants, but they're going to listen to his inputs and no, use his input to make any decision on the head coach they make. And also, Tolu, you're a bit of a hypocrite because you also want the same thing for for Lamar Jackson. All right, you hate because you, you Lamar hate, Jackson you. has won things. What has Kylie Murray won? Nothing. Nothing. He's, he's Ka- it's hard to win him. something with it's the worst head coach in the NFL. What's Kyler Murray had? What? Lamar Jackson has the MVP. Lamar Jackson made the. Lamar Jackson has the MVP. What has Lamar Jackson done? With Seth Roberts and Hollywood Brown, and 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 with Seth Roberts, Hollywood Brown, but he doesn't have a thing. Like he, that's not anywhere near comparison. Nobody said Lamar doesn't have a Nobody said that. Nobody said that. What we're saying is, literally what we're saying is he has a say-so because Cliff's Cliff's Kingberry held him back. And also, Tolu, you keep bringing up the playoffs and win the playoff game. It's kind of hard to do that when you have a terrible head coach. We we witnessed this for quite a few teams that fired there. Which is why he wants an input to get a non-terrible head coach so they can win a playoff game. Okay, okay. What is Kyler Murray? No, until he wins a playoff game. What until he wins a playoff game? He can't win a playoff game without a head coach. They literally did. They literally did. Everything about the coach, man. He had a stellar offense with a decent defense. He doesn't have a terrible head coach. Both of those things are false. I'm paying him damn near 200 boys, million guarantee. How about you this. with me something Tolu, first before Tolu, I listen? Tolu, Tolu, I, I got this. I just, uh, I, I'm just, I'm gonna just debunk everything about your argument. What were the Las Vegas Raiders this season? Good team around Derek Carr, right? Good team yes. around Derek Carr, but average coaching at best. And look what happened to them this season. What happened to the Broncos this season? Hell, look what happened with the Dolphins this season. All right. So it's like you you, you have to have a lot of factors to be a contender. And and the Cardinals did not have good head coaching whatsoever. Cliff Kingsbury was a bad head coach, which is why Kyler Murray's going to say for who's going to be the next head coach because he's going to help bring in a guy that is going to hopefully challenge him which, you know, if, if that's what you're implying, that Kyler Murray has been really challenging himself since Cliff Kingsbury's been the head coach, in which in that case, I would agree with you. Because Kyler does need that little kick in his butt to, to get to the next step of being an excellent franchise QB, which we all know that he can be. Right now, you know, he is the franchise QB, just a franchise QB. To be considered the elite of the NFL he needs a head coach that's going to challenge him. He needs a coach that is incompetent like Cliff Kingsbury. So I, I, I see what you're trying to say here. I, I'll, I don't necessarily disagree with your, your hot take, but, you know, I, I think it's important to get your, your top guy's opinion about who's going to be next head coach. Okay, so if they if they listen to what he says and they still don't make the playoffs next year, what's, what, what's that going to say now? What is that going to say then, about Kyler? And that's just going to say that they got the wrong head coach, and that and that that's it. It, it happens. So this is the NFL. This is the, yes. Here's what you're not understanding. If okay, here's what I agree with you 100. percent If they pick the head coach based 100 percent on what Kyler Murray says, if they do that and they continue to suck, then I agree with you. 
But you're ta- you're you, they're not you're not taking into consideration that they're asking their franchise quarterback this because they just witnessed KK. I'm gonna call him KK. I'm not gonna keep saying his name because it's like a tongue twister. They, they that they just witnessed KK literally holding him back. We're seeing the same thing with Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert, which is why next season Brandon Staley may not be the head coach of the Chargers, bro. They're gonna listen to what Kyler Murray has to say. They're going to take it into consideration. Bro, my, my owners for the Broncos are doing the same exact thing, Tolu. They're listening to what Russ has to say about the coaches that he likes, and then they're going to take that into consideration when they make their next head coach, um, when they fill their head coach vacancy, bro. That's all it is, bro. Like, it's, you're not, you didn't give a bad answer. It's just you're, you're, you're being way too emotional about the answer, bro, because you're, 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 you're thinking way too much. And they're not going to pick the coach based on 100% of what Kyler Murray says. They're not going to do that. But it's very important to listen to your $200 million quarterback who you just gave an extension to this season. It's very important to listen to that guy. He's the face of your franchise. All right. And with that, that concludes our hot take segment. Um, and next is one final word from our main co-host, PC, with Cam's monologue. So, PC, I'm going to pass it over to you. Well, uh, episode 106 is officially in the books. I, I just keep reacting on the side here, man. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I just cannot get over the fact that this game is a absolute blowout right now. I mean, this is... This is embarrassing. I'm I'm turning I'm turning on my head for all. Matter of fact, um, follow our Twitter and Instagram at whs underscore podcasts, our YouTube and our TikTok at we hate sports. Call up one seriously. Call them. Check on the men. Tell them that you love them. Tell them that you miss them. Just just to just to make sure that they're still they're still okay. Okay. Yeah, because it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to not check on the people that you don't think are okay. So make sure that you do that and stay hydrated. Um, now, I have been seeing on Twitter recently, there are a lot of people obsessed with Bluebase in Krishan uh, uh, Rock. Uh, you know, I I never I never got the the whole like obsession with being a, a stamp or a celebrity or whatever. Um, as a matter of fact, it, it kind of it kind of pissed me off a little bit that a couple like that can get so much attention from so much people, so much show, in fact, that that couple got a whole TV show dedicated to showing how toxic they are to themselves on the Zeus network. First of all, if you are watching something on something called the Zeus network, which I only think is a cable show, you need to question a few things in your life. That's number one. But number two, I've seen a few of the clips that, like, they be having on that show, man, and it's just, it's evil. If if you're at a point where you have to, like, where you're watching a clip of, of Blueface and Rashawn and, and you're agreeing with a guy like Two-Face or Blueface, that, that, that's not... How is that entertaining to, to people? I just don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get the obsession. Like, especially with, like, a domestic abusive relationship like that. Like, that relationship, if it keeps going at the rate that it's going, somebody is going to end up dead. I'm just going to keep it a buck. Somebody's going to end up dead. Somebody that we don't want to see dead is going to end up dead. If we keep putting this relationship in front of the public like this. Like, obviously, that man Blueface is is depressed like he does not want to leave the situation that's what 
happens, you know, in these relationships where the partner does not want to leave. It's a very sad thing to see. That's what makes me upset the most. We're watching that unfold right now, and nobody in Blueface's circle, nobody on Sean's circle, hell, I haven't seen even most, a lot of people on social media tell these guys, like, hey, why don't you just, why, why don't you just go your separate ways? Like, that seems like the most sensible thing to do. Yet, we continue to show clips of Blueface being busted open on the back of his head because she threw a, a, a honey bottle at him. For what? For what? Y'all, y'all need to stop glorifying these, these celebrities, man. Especially if they're in toxic relationships like that. Like, it, it's just, at this point, it's, it's just not cool. It's not cool. Like I, I, I never, I never thought of reality TV as like uh, a good source of TV to begin with, um, but at this level, man, I just, I'm not fuck, I'm not fucking with it. I, I like, it's, it's not, it's not something that should be viewed by the public either. Like I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. But I just, I do not think that should be a thing. But I just had to get that off my chest. I, I. You know, I've been seeing them literally everywhere. I'm so sick and tired of seeing them on my timeline. Um, we'll be back next week for episode 107. Um, we'll be breaking down the blowout that was <laughs> that was um, the national championship. Um, and yeah, we'll be back for uh, see a beat talk with Sean for possibly one final time next week. And yeah, that's all I got. My name is VC. For myself, TK, Desi, the crew. Um, yeah, take care. Where did you even get that picture, man? Where did you <laughs> even, I forgot that, that picture was even a thing. I'm just glad it wasn't nothing nasty this time. I'm so pretty. That's true. That's true. It right. could have been worse. That's not your indication to send something. Right. Nasty. Don't. Do not. Do not. Do it. I swear. <laughs>